What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Cool Colas here, and you're tuning into a new episode of the Pro Black Blurred Kingdom Podcast. So we got a new episode today, and this is something that is not necessarily anything that I'm going to talk about related to blurred stuff or the mixture of blurred stuff and pro-blackness, but this is more on just the pro-black side, something that I think that black people, from my perspective, do far too much and need to immediately stop. I may do a couple parts to this little discussion series that I'm talking about, but I want to get into a couple things that I see that black people do that they really need to stop immediately. Now, some of you all who are listening to this, especially if you're a friend of mine, I associate with you and I can bear to have a conversation with you. You probably already know some of these things. So it might sound redundant or it might be like, oh, yeah, I heard cool cola say that before, you know. So this is not necessarily for you outside of just general support and doubling back on what I'm saying, like just backing me up. These are for individuals who just for whatever reason don't have the cultural cultural the cultural awareness to understand why these things are important to keep in mind and are off code. So the first thing that I see that black people do that need to immediately stop is using the terminology people of color. So let's talk about all the reasons or at least some. We're not going to say all. We're not going to say all because I, I could make an entire podcast topic about all the reasons we'll talk about some of the reasons why using the term people of color is off code so i'm going to give you all this analogy and this is a way that i can frame it where it makes a lot of sense let's say that i have a group of people right and i call them the people of injury And one of the persons has a cut on their finger. One of the persons has a broken nose. And then the other person has two sawed off arms. So all these people, they have injuries, right? They have different types of injuries. But one is more severe than the other. Let's say then that I go and I say that these people who are people of injury who have been marginalized with injury or because of their injury for some reason need some healing for what has been done to them. So let's say I go and I get some, uh, I don't know, Neosporin or, or something, some shit for the person who has a cut on their finger and then I, you know, clean up the cut, you know, put on some peroxide and then put a band-aid around it. And that's their healing. And the person who has a broken nose, I make sure that they get a hospital visit and they get something to be put around their nose so it can be realigned or whatever that process looks like. And then I see the person who has two sawed off arms and then I say, that's tragic. I can't believe that somebody would saw off the arms of this injured person. We can't go back, obviously, and give them two organic arms. But moving forward, let's make sure 
that we never saw the arms off of this injured person or people who could be injured like this person. Whenever you say people of color, this is exactly what you allow to happen. All of these other groups get placed into people of color, right? So it's not just black people. It's those who who get considered Latino, Latina. It includes Asians. It includes Indians. It includes anybody who has this picture or at least presentation of tinted skin. And you group them into the same category and then you think about their struggles as a community and you group that similarly as well too people of color ignores the extremities that have happened to one group while still recognizing what happened to another so the reason why this is bad for black people is because it's almost as if there's some type of hyper forced and toxic inclusivity that happens where an individual doesn't want to speak specifically about the issues that affect the black person but affect potentially all people another way that sometimes people of color is said in a different way is when people say black and brown we got to help black and brown communities now, some people, they'll make the excuse and they'll say, well, I'm trying to talk about black and brown people. What I don't like about that is that our communities go through different things and we have different struggles. So when you group them together, it's like you're imbalancing one of them. And typically the one that gets imbalanced are the issues and struggles and things that happen to black people and have been happening to black people for 500 plus years. What people don't understand, and this is why this is so disrespectful, is that the issue of racism, I don't care what anybody says, is an issue in a relationship that happens between blacks and whites. I don't care what anybody says. And here's the reason why. When the civil rights movement was initially implemented, it was implemented for the purpose of serving or paying homage to black people for the way that they have suffered during slavery. Because during slavery, the black people were the ones who were treated terribly. Now, racism is something that evolved from not just slavery, but like the, um, the, the colonization that happened because of the survival tactics and the fear of genetic annihilation by white people and their destructive nature towards black people and all the things that they've done to them. So it was bred from that. And eventually, what ended up happening is all these different groups of individuals who aren't involved in the struggle and the strife that went on between black people and white people came in and got recognized purposefully in our society. So now they're all grouped in to this idea of general struggle, general struggle and who needs to have um, homage paid to them and who needs to have some form of reparation for the things that they've suffered to me that is total bullshit it's bullshit for individuals who are have been marginalized in some way 
and that may be like they're an immigrant they come in and they look different so someone says something about them but they still are still getting tangibles that being compared to black people who went through slavery who went through all of these bad things who have never give, been given reparations and who have ultimately built this country for all individuals who aren't black to reap the benefits of except themselves and their children that's ridiculous it's ridiculous for us to then feel this feeling of guilt to go back and keep saying people of color over and over and over again in order to soften the blow of not including an individual who has been marginalized besides black people right Think about how ridiculous that sounds. What if I said women, when they have pregnancy and they go through that whole process of like trying to push out a baby. What if I went back and I said that we need to make sure that when women are, are pregnant, that they are protected in a way where, um, you know, nothing happens, you know, during the pregnancy and in a way where I'm trying to put this in a way that makes a lot of sense, but, but, uh, women are of the utmost priority during their pregnancy because they could have complications. And then I came in and I said, well, the man who helped breed the baby, he is going through things too. So it's equally important to understand his mental health in the process. Women would jump all over that for the most part. And the reason why is because they're like, well, the woman's the one who's pushing out the baby. So she's the one who could have complications, die, et cetera, et cetera. Baby could perish. And is going through that emotional feeling in the process. People would jump all over that if I made a statement right behind that and said, you know, men go through stuff too because emotionally he's there to witness it. They would be all over that. But then that same respect isn't really given when you look at black people. And some people be like, well, that's not the same thing. And I'm like, well, you're damn right it's not the same thing because black people have had this issue of being ill treated and not having any reparations for themselves pretty much forever. This whole feminism thing and being into women's rights and stuff like that is something that is regularly talked about over and over and over again. Black people have never been treated with the fairness and the re reparation that they deserve. They've never been given those things. And here we are trying to throw in all of these other struggles. So people of color essentially... It, the, I don't want to get too off topic here. I just wanted to give a couple examples and kind of explain what I meant. Um, people essentially use people of color to mitigate the black struggle. And what it does is it adheres to this, um, this thing that was put into the Constitution called benign neglect. And what that basically is, and I may have explained this in a previous um, podcast episode, is it makes it so that... Uh, white people, white supremacists, can ignore the dues that they're that are owed to black people, and they create an entire society and a societal way of thinking where everybody, including black people themselves, ignore the needs and the and the just dues that are owed to black people. And so, when you say people of color, you can make the argument that 
like have you have you ever just been in a situation where um you complain about all these things that are going on to you like you lost your job and you you're you broke up with your girlfriend and all these other bad things happen to you then somebody goes behind you and they say that happens to everybody and you just want to punch that asshole in the fucking face well that's how it feels because it's a slap in the face to black folks for us to go back and say we've had all these things happen to us blah 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 and then somebody says what about hispanics what about people who are asians stop asian hate that type of thing that's ridiculous to me black people stop being afraid to call attention to the fact that there are things that you that we as a people need without having to include other groups of people and without having to say well this needs to happen for this community as well too because the truth is is that we really are all that we have you should see the way that some of these other communities that you include in people of color slander black people now that that's not to slander probably the few individuals that you know that may say something like black lives matter or something like that um and i'm not even a fan of black lives matter but i'm just talking about the idea that black lives as an organization but i i'm i'm just talking about the idea that black lives matter you may see a few of them say that right but overall these communities are not advocating for reparations for black people and all these other things because if that was the case it would have been done already because there's no reason why this couldn't have been done even before you even before people who are my age were born like far before and the fact that we can't reap the benefits of that that's an insult so whenever you say people of color realize that what you're doing is you're not giving and talking about uh in a, in a proper way the things that black people are owed you're trying to include other people to soften the blow so it doesn't seem like you're discluding people. That's and that's part of the problem. Black people, we gotta we have a bad um we have this bad habit of turning the other cheek. You know, still trying to care about all people, even if they don't give a damn about us. So that's the first thing. Again, I could dive more into that topic, but I'm just giving you a little bit of a synopsis as to why it's bad. The second thing that black people need to stop doing is they need to stop glorifying the relationship with the Obamas or glorifying the Obamas in general. So I won't get too deep into this topic, but here's what I see. A lot of people look at Barack Obama and they're like, he was the first black president. They celebrated. They talk about how great it was. And some of them have even gotten to the point where they even defend the bad things, such as, well, he was a president. He can only do so much. Yada, 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 yada. You know, I like him because he was an upstanding man. You know, he was intelligent. He had a beautiful family dynamic, so on and so forth. But what people don't realize is that there were a lot of things that Barack Obama did that were extremely off code unhelpful to black people and really just just totally against black people if i'm being honest with you so i'm not trying to get too political here i'm really not y'all but i just want you to just consider some of these things number one the first thing that um i want you to consider is the idea that barack obama was against reparations he was straight up against reparations and that is something that is a hundred percent off code already and i attribute it i'm going to be totally honest to the fact that barack obama didn't do things for black people because he wasn't in the mind frame 
of the way that I think a, a black American really would think because he himself wasn't really a black American. He was more so he came from more of a, like an immigrant background because I believe that he like one of his uh, parents was from Kenya, you know, because, you know, Barack Obama, he was mixed. He was mixed. But the thing is, is he doesn't have like a, a black American mindset and he's not a black American. And I think that that attributes to um, his off coldness in a way, because really, if it was about reparations for people who are from, um, you know, America, blacks who are from America, he wouldn't be in that. So there wouldn't be that expectation for him to advocate for it. But my point in that is what people will do is they'll go and they'll group him and they'll say, well, he's black just like everybody else. But what they don't understand is that, you know, he comes from an immigrant background. So he's not going to do that, meaning we should not include him as a black leader who has done anything for black people because he has not really cared, nor he pro nor does he probably feel obligated to care because he's done so many things. So this is even beside this point. He's done so many things for all these other groups of people. I mean, and even during his presidency, he went to go speak to them. He did stuff for, you know, Latino communities. He did stuff for like LGBT communities. He did stuff for like all these people that have nothing to do with blackness. And again, he was against reparations, not even like not not even like he, he didn't even really talk about it, but, you know, per se, outside of saying that he was against it, which is if you're really a black, if you're a black person who is culturally aware and empathetic to the things that have gone on with black Americans back um, during slavery times and all that, then that is one of the most prominent things that you would care about how you care about it. That's not necessarily part of the conversation, but just the general idea of caring and wanting it to happen. And Barack Obama did not have that. That is problematic that is off code and really to be honest it's kind of anti-black but nobody's going to talk about it the other reason why you should stop glorifying the obamas is because black people we have a bad habit a bad 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 habit of liking people because of their personality you know he's a he's a handsome older guy let's be real he's a handsome older guy you know he's he wears a finely tailored suit you know he's good for memes he gives people some sort of hope because he is a great orator right but there's no substance behind that right there's no substance behind that there's no there there's no laws or rules for black people to be protected right there's nothing about reparations right there's a, none, none of that stuff in, in any of his policies, it's just that he seems to be a good person who wants to help all people and quote unquote, when I say good person who wants to help all people because he ain't he didn't do a damn thing for black people. But you get my point. People like his presentation. They don't necessarily pay attention to his laws. They like the way that he presented himself. Stop falling in love with personalities, y'all. That's like going into and people do this all the time, obviously, because it's just the world we live in. It's the way that we're taught. It's like going to a grocery store, right? And you see something that looks good, like a new product, like um, I'll just give you an example, because this is something that people, I think, do. You see Kool-Aid, right? A Kool-Aid package is colorful. You know, you see the little Kool-Aid guy with the picture and all this other stuff. The marketing is real cool. A kid sees it especially and they're like, oh, mommy, Kool-Aid, yada, 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 yada. But then you look at the back of the ingredients 
And this is the part that nobody does. Look at the back of ingredients and you see that it's full of sugar and fructose and shit that just is not good for you, right? Nobody pays attention to that part. They only pay attention to the fact that the marketing is really cool. They like that it's colorful. The Kool-Aid package is red. They have a, like a, a, a guy, like a Kool-Aid guy who was like a big ass pitcher and he's smiling all heavy and shit. And they're like, oh, we got to get that because that looks like it's going to be really good because look how they how they marketed it. Politicians, especially black politicians, are the exact same way. And Obama is definitely, definitely, definitely a part of that issue. People fall in love with the way he looks, the way he sounds, the way he speaks. And then the fact that he doesn't do anything controversial. That's like asking for the bare minimum of an individual, but then not looking at any of their substance. And then on top of that, too, he's just gimmicky. I mean, think about it. He went on The Breakfast Club recently talking with Charlemagne and all those other clowns on there and um, was was trying to sell his book. And at the end, he tried to do, start doing some splaining. And he was like, oh, oh, I, black people, they they feel like I haven't done anything for them. And and, uh, 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 you know, like I just want black people to know I, I, I have I have. No, you haven't, though. And the fact that you're even bringing this up means that you feel guilt. But the problem is, is that you're doing a lot of talking and that's what people are falling in love with. But you're not practicing what you preach and you never have. Now, the reason why I'm going so hard on Barack Obama, I'm telling you, all and this is not because I'm a hater, because, you know, I really want all black people to succeed. Y'all know I, I, I like love my people. But Barack Obama was somebody who I had a lot of hope in before I understood the nuances around immigrants and black people before I understood that not all black, not all skin folk or kin folk before I understood all those things. And I had a lot of hope that he was going to make changes and, you know, for, for this nation, he really didn't do anything. He was just a democratic puppet with a hand up his butt. He didn't really care about helping black people. If anything, he did things to harm black people like the blue alert law, you know, go, go look that up. Y'all go look that up. But basically he cared about protecting the police. And if you, anybody who knows, there's a lot of white supremacists that are really in the, in the, uh, in the police. So, um, you know, with that type of like unawareness and just considering like the idea of how many of us have been beat and killed at the hands of officers when all we've done is reach in our pockets. I mean, like, come on, why would you think that there would be a need for that? But the, there's this pressing need of, yo, black people need reparations. And, and I don't want to hear from anybody about what he could have done, couldn't have done, because he has been out of office for quite a bit of time right now. And what is he doing? He's chilling in his uh, with his billions of dollars, his billion dollar net worth, not doing anything still, even up to speaking about, you know, black people. And some people are like, well, you know, he can't say anything because of yada, yada, yada. It's just excuse after excuse. I'm just tired, 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 tired of black people glorifying the Obamas when they can't even think about what Obama, Barack, Barack Obama has done for black people specifically, not things that have helped black people, I guess, and have helped other people as well, too. But they cannot think of anything that he has done specifically for black people and black people only because we have specific issues and specific needs that apply to us, our group. And he, since he's claimed, since everybody's saying my president's black and all that, has not helped black people whatsoever. So that's the second thing. Again, I could dive more into that topic, but that's that's just a little excerpt. The third thing that I see that you all do, and this is a, a kind of a recent thing that I've been seeing a lot of that really needs to stop is using Hotep as a pejorative. Listen, y'all. 
If you think somebody, and I'm just going to say this bluntly, if you think somebody is just a homophobe, just say you think they're a homophobe. If you think somebody is um, spouts things that they don't know are true or are, are not true, then just say that. Just say that. But to use Hotep as a pejorative is disrespectful. It's disrespectful, especially when you don't really know the definition and you don't really understand the people who are Hoteps. So first of all, Hotep is actually a word that means peace. And so the idea in nature is that um, you're speaking about individuals who who um, spew and talk about a lot of, um, you know, um, black centric, black conscious type of topics, individuals who have knowledge of self. So you're talking about the individuals who like and I'm just thinking about the archetype where unks and talk about um you know like again the the idea of uh, not afrocentricity cuz that's a little bit different but just the idea of um you know what it was like back in Kemet and things like that you know like that that type of personality so I could I could name a lot of different ways but you know I don't I don't want to like just typecast it into one thing because there's a lot of different individuals in the conscious community. But my point is, is that those are the types of people that, that they're, that black people are talking about. And it's disrespectful because they're, and it's, it's kind of hypocritical at the same time too, because a lot of times these people who you call hoteps, like are individuals who you say that you celebrate and you care about. Like for example, Malcolm X was a very, very, very famous hotep very famous hotel and individuals claim that Malcolm X is somebody who needs to be celebrated because of black history. Nobody really criticizes Malcolm X for real and they shouldn't because he cared about black liberation and ultimately black nationalism. And even now you'll see posts of people talking about, we really should have went Mal uh, Malcolm X's way and all this other stuff. Point I'm trying to say is that like you criticize people who you think are hoteps, but then you don't realize that you like, Malcolm X and he is a hotep. So even if you say, well, that's different because I'm talking about individuals who have conservative views and talk about gay people and all this other stuff. Even if you say that you're still using a word that's not negative as a negative, which is essentially anti-black because you're giving it a negative use that it doesn't necessarily deserve. And also too, what it does is it essentially makes a mockery of individuals who are um who are, who care about um the essentially the nature of what we used to be and bringing us into power which essentially is um anti-black in itself to do so criticizing the nature of caring about things like onks and kemet and um such things and and even like even down to the gear is anti-black in itself because it's criticizing individuals who care about that because here's the thing the, the, the individuals who talk about, who use the word hotep are being divisive, but then get upset at the individuals who are, who they call hotels because they're being divisive. So in other words, you're criticizing somebody because they don't, because you think that they are, they, they are basically homophobic, right? So you think they're divisive, but then you talk about them to say that, say that, to say that you don't really agree with, um, with what they do or what they say and you criticize them because you say what they say are conspiracy theories when a lot of times there are things that black people just really don't know about their history and then it becomes divisive because you're saying that you're criticizing them although they're in your community too these same individuals who like to be inclusive like to say things such as black people are not a monolith right so if these this group of black people just from a logical standpoint 
are different, right? Than individuals who are inclusive, individuals who consider themselves a part of the LGBT community, LGBT community, and are not a, are not conscious, and uh, or or anybody else who is a who basically just falls into a different category, but is a black person. It's like basically separating them and saying like you know everybody is good, everybody is a part of the black community except them, except those folks. So that's also that in itself is also like very divisive. Also, name calling itself doesn't make you right. It just feeds your ego and allows you to you know be, believe that you feel more empowered because you talked about somebody who differs in your own views and your own opinions. I also just don't like the sheer idea that there are a lot of brothers and sisters in the conscious community who are doing great things and care about black people and are going around trying to stop us from getting killed and trying to bring us into power and you're criticizing them. Like it's the, it's the prime example of why I said that the problem with us black people is that we don't need leaders because we get all of our leaders killed because we don't protect them. Mal people like Malcolm X in my opinion, if he was alive today, you probably wouldn't be speaking about him so highly the way that you are right now just because he's dead. He's a legend because he's dead, but you wouldn't speak about him so high. Therefore, he probably would have gotten killed anyway because nobody's protecting him. They're just criticizing him. And in the moment that they're, in the moment that he does get killed, that's when y'all start the uproar. But before then, y'all say that he's a hotep, he's misogynistic, he's a, he's a chauvinist, he's yada, yada, yada. So people don't really understand the nature of how that's anti-black how that's um you know negative and also they're missing the point because if you really just want to criticize an individual just say what they are just say that they're an asshole just say that they have um views that are hypercritical just say that they are um they think they're better than everybody they think they know more just say that that's what it is but to go around and say hotep hotep this hotep that um, because you want to criticize somebody is extremely anti-black because it criticizes the actual movement itself even if the idea is to criticize the individual so it really is counterproductive to that individual's whole stance because generally the individuals who talk about people who are hoteps are people who believe like I said in this inclusive society but then excludes individuals who are part of that community which is again that's ass backwards I could go on and on once again I'm gonna say this for every single topic but that's just a little snippet of why that's problematic the fourth thing that's problematic y'all is saying well-spoken saying a black person is well-spoken please stop that y'all and generally y'all attribute that to you know to black men the reason why that's problematic is because you never hear someone say a white person like a white boy is well-spoken. It's always attributed to black males, sometimes black females, but mostly black males or well-spoken or articulate. Really, anybody's um, regulating the handle or the way that an individual articulates themselves in the black community is anti-black, whether that be criticizing them because they speak in Ebonics or whether that be criticizing them because you feel that they talk, quote unquote, too white. Any regulation of one's handle on the English language, language in general, or the way that they express themselves in nature is 100% anti-black. And it's also like saying you like just the well-spoken part, you you um you're different than these other niggers like because that's essentially what you're saying you you're you you are a you are a uh are 
articulate nigger, whereas these other niggers are not articulate. That's like basically what you're saying. So it's almost as if creating you're creating whiteness as like a standard or, or like a norm that is expected that that type of way that they're handling their um, their vernacular is thought to be a regular thing. And for us, it's typically not thought to be a regular thing. So you call the individuals out who do it as special because it typically is not shown within our race. That's like downing the race itself. So you also stop calling black people well-spoken because it's like you're, you're almost like tokenizing your own people. And it's not really a compliment because it's, it's basically, um, you know, making the, the, these individuals who speak in this manner, um, feel as though they're different, but it's polarizing. It's not, it's not like you're basically saying, well, that's good, you know, but even if you were saying that it's good, it's still downing individuals who are not able to regulate their handle on the, um, English vernacular. Or, or, or at the very least, making the English vernacular a standard for uh, being proper, being, um, or being on the right path, or just on the right track to being able to express oneself. So, I so well spoken to me is just a simple way of regulating the way one handles the um, English language, who's black. But it's based on a standard of seeing that the way that uh, a white person typically would speak as a normalized standard. And you're evaluating black people's handle based on that standard. So it's again, I, I think the issue there with that is it tokenizes individuals, specifically black men, because let's be real, it happens to black men more than anyone, anyone. And it also, in a way. I'm just going to be totally honest. It it almost separates that black man from the community. I think so many things are done to separate the black man from the black community as well. And I can name a lot of examples of, of things that people have done and said that have made that a thing. But I think that it's just another way of um, marginalizing a black man as if he's not normal, quote unquote, or as if he's not um uh, uh, I guess like a, a regular person who should be accepted or he's exceptional so he shouldn't be accepted because he's exceptional and as if to say that everybody else in the race is unexceptional so that's that's my um, belief on that so I gave you about four different things that you know I think that you should just consider and think about and uh, not try to say going forward because the truth is is that the more that we believe these things say these things manifest these things the more that we're going to continue to just do off cold stuff that's never going to make any real change we real and, and a lot of it really just starts with our habits and the things that we believe and say you know so when we're saying stuff like people of color we're just not calling truth to power we're not calling truth to the things that black people deserve when we're sitting there and we're saying black people are well spoken we're uh, marginalizing the individuals in our in our in um in our community but also putting down the individuals who who were who were regulating who were who were outside of that scope 
so everybody is really losing. When we do things like celebrate the Obamas, what we're doing is celebrating individuals who continuously do nothing for black people. When we say things like Hotep, what do we do? We sit there and we um, criticize individuals who don't have our same way of thinking, but make anti-black statements in an ignorant manner and justify it by um, making it seem like the issue is something that it's really not related to. And then at the same time, it also doesn't protect our leaders who have taken different stances than the average individual, which is why they were leaders in the first place. Anyway, y'all. I got a lot more comments on that. If you want me to do official breakdowns on um, any of those four topics outside of like the small sections that I gave y'all, then let me know and, and stay tuned because I might actually do that. I might break it down a little bit more and make an entire episode on one of the things I just talked about and going even, even deeper into it, you know, so... Um, anyway, I appreciate y'all for checking this episode out. I'm sure that you had a good time listening to me. I had a good time talking to y'all. I got a lot more really cool topics to come and a lot more stuff to talk to y'all about. So stay tuned and keep supporting your boy and letting people know about my podcast. Anyway, I hope y'all have a great day and I'll be talking to y'all soon. Peace.